I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. What's up? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> hello. I didn't see you there. <laughs> hello, America. <laughs> Are you ready for my birthday? Yes. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Can one ever be truly ready? That's how I feel about it. For your birthday. Have know. you picked a theme? Oh, yeah. I think it's dinosaurs in space. Nice. I think. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was at uh, Target in the little, you know, party aisle, uh-huh. and they have super cute things for, like, a dinosaur-themed kids' party, and I was like, ooh, maybe I'll have a dinosaur-themed party this year, Yeah. and then right next to it was, like, a space-themed party, and I was like, well, this is cute, too. Shit. Yeah. Dinosaurs in space. Combine them. Why not? It's my 35th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have what I want. Okay. Listen, I got to start planning what a cake is going to look like. So you got to tell me these things. Right. Yeah. I should have told you when I decided this three months ago. Three months ago? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) It was like a few weeks ago. Okay. Well, it's fine because I just now in the last 30 seconds, I'm like, no, I know what it's going to look like. So honestly, not that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. That's exciting. Dinosaurs in space. Yeah. Yay. It's like we're back, but better. The dinosaurs are probably glad if, like we said last week, there are ghosts of dinosaurs hanging around, which I imagine that there are. They're probably like seeing what's happening and they're like, I'm glad that we weren't around Mm. because we undoubtedly would have been shot into space. Yeah. You know, they saw us send cats and monkeys and dogs into space and they were like, thank God we were not weren't here. Yeah, exactly. To be launched into space or for TikTok. Also, yes. <laughs> they're glad they missed TikTok. Wolf. Wish I Because their TikTok. arms are too short to really make good videos. So, <laughs> have a hard just time. The, just the T Rexes. <laughs> other ones had long, went all the way to the ground. If you say so. I, I don't, don't know. know. I've, I've never, never seen, seen one. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, it's March 1994. It sure is. It's a little chilly outside. Yeah, it's crisp. Crisp. But spring. Spring, yeah. It's happening. Yeah, it's spring breaks probably this month. Probably. I wasn't paying very much attention. It just meant I was at home. Right, yeah. Wouldn't have been doing anything. Yeah, probably not. I was six, so a new a new big sibling. Mm-hmm. My younger brother had just been born, like I mentioned, last week. Yeah. What else would I have been doing at the age of six? I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and I really loved my teacher. Mm-hmm. And I remember that my younger brothers also both had her when they got to kindergarten. Yeah. And I remember thinking how crazy that was. I was like, wow, she's still a teacher. It's like, I'm not that much <laughs> Three older years than them. later. I know. Well. Well, six years later. Yeah, six and eight years later. But yeah, like that's called a career. 
right baby bucket snake yeah people keep jobs for a while right well and two in your brain you know when you're six and they have a job it's like mm-hmm. they're so old yeah you know so it's wild that they're still doing something it's like yeah yeah she's probably like 24 i know well she was she was a little older she was probably like in her 40s okay but still yeah people be working it's true nobody retires no. in this economy yeah. not even in 94 well especially and if she's older than your mom right anybody you know. older than my mom was fucking old right yeah <laughs> absolutely anyway yeah. yeah i was in kindergarten i was reading books mm-hmm. do you remember those books where the main characters were like hedgehogs um like Redwall or no no they were kids books like oh. picture books but i mean um, they had like a story but i really loved to read those books because those were the most challenging ones oh and i was like yeah look at me i'm a teacher's pet ha 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 my teacher's yeah. pet snake. <laughs> I don't know what I was reading in kindergarten. Hedgehog. All I can think of is like, there's like the little critter books. Yes. Oh, okay. Are those hedgehogs? <laughs> they look like hedgehogs. They're just critters. Okay, yeah. The little critter books. Yeah. yeah. So and wearing so. overalls. Yeah. Does this thing. Yeah, I remember those. Right. They're very, a lot of those books have a lot of, they just feel so nostalgic because they're all like watercolor or colored pencil. And so they just have a certain like warmth to them. It's the je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly what it is. It's the colored pencil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're already blurry. So of course, when yeah. you remember them in your foggy mind. Yeah. Even more blurry. Truly. That's why they're hedgehogs. Even if they aren't. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of spiky. He was just like a little, a little critter. Yeah. I do remember. That's what I was reading. Cool. Yep. Nice. Well. What are we doing here today? We are talking about kind of that. We're talking about the pop culture that was happening at the time in March of 1994. Right. What was on the radio, what was on the TV, that sort of thing. I was not yet listening to my own music, so Mm -hmm. I was still just listening to whatever my parents were listening to. Right. Uh, Elvis. Oh, yeah. And my mom was into more contemporary things. I because of that, I think of the Counting Crows as being like an older band. Oh, because, because we were listening to them at the time. Yeah, my mom was still is like really into them, and so I'm like they're old, but they're like no, she was just getting into them at the time because they were just coming out. Yeah, but they seemed old because, because all the other music, yeah. music that your parents listened to was also old. Right. Yeah, especially my father <laughs> who was listening to much older stuff. Well, your dad was what like. 65 and 94 <laughs> yeah close yeah, yeah. 40 something mid 40s damn so imagine being in your mid 40s just like in general <laughs> <laughs> Whew, couldn't be me <laughs> but yeah so that's what i was listening to i didn't i did not yet have which i think i mentioned last month i didn't yet have my own little red cassette radio that yes. i carried around with me everywhere i went that's so cute i think i had not started listening to my own music but my mom had introduced me to more of what she liked Mm -hmm. and i really liked the beatles when i was little because my mom gave me a beatles tape yeah and i just really loved it yeah i listened to a lot of tom petty nice for the same my parents would make me mix tapes of songs that i picked but from their music so there was tom petty there was Simon and Garfunkel. That's so cute. Tom Waits. I listened to a lot of Tom Waits as, as a, a child. child. Yeah. <laughs> so that explains the heavy size <laughs> that you have always had. It's, it's true. Just, Tom Waits and you. I was four years old listening to Tom Waits. <laughs> um, like, why did 
Why did Meatwedge start smoking at five? (laughs) (laughs) Got to the first grade and they were like, how are you? It was like, just another day. (laughs) (sighs) Another rainy day. It's not even raining. (laughs) It's always raining in my mind. Yeah. Great. It does explain a lot. Anyway. Anyway. Um, speaking of which, on the TV at the time, Saturday morning cartoons, March of 94. Yeah, let, let, tell me. Let we me know. got Animaniacs. <gasps> yes. Uh, the Tick. Yes. So good. Garfield and Friends, which okay. is also really good. I just, that guy's voice is so perfect for Garfield. I don't know if I ever actually watched that. Oh, really? No, He's I so did. Sassy, I did. And he also was on the Ghostbusters animated show. Yeah. And it was it's very weird to hear him do not Garfield. Yeah. Because you're like, no, that's Garfield's voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's Garfield. Unless you imagine Matt Barry as Garfield, which also works very well. <laughs> the X-Men cartoon was on. Spider-Man. Yep. Big, big time for superheroes. The Spider-Man animated series was on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and my personal fave, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. I was watching a lot of that. Yeah, I watched so much TMNT. Yes. I had the pajamas yep. and the house shoes, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be Raphael because he's so tough. He is tough. Yeah, he's the tough but sensitive one. Oh my god, he's the angry one. He's angry, always... but he also cries the most. I know, but he's always going off, and then they gotta <laughs> wait for him to come back because they have to work as a team. Yep. They're just like, well, whenever Raphael gets over his little hissy fit that he's throwing. <sighs> he's a snapping turtle. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ninja Turtle slippers was the first thing I ever asked my mom to buy for me Aww, as a little kid. That's cute. I cherished them until they didn't fit me anymore. Which and was she probably said like no. Three weeks later, she <laughs> said yes. She was so happy to buy them for me. Because she was like, you never asked for anything. You know, a lot yeah. of some little kids are just like, buy me that, buy me this. She was like, you never asked for anything. You were just, but then you saw these Ninja Turtle slippers is what I called them with an M. Mm-hmm. She was like, and luckily for me, they were in the discount bin. Nice. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I will buy you those. So Hell yeah. Did you ever watch that show Eek? Yeah. Eek the Cat was also. Oh, was it? At the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yep. Didn't Is that the one he had a shark? Sharky? There was like a cat named Sharky? I don't know. The but cat's yeah, eek the name cat. was Eek. That's I know, but I know. there was a, he had like some kind of creature that followed him around. It was oh. like that might have been Sharky, or maybe I might be confusing it with something else. I don't know. I just remember that cat yelled a lot. Yeah. Uh, some movies that came out that month: Clifford, not about the big red dog. We will cover it at some point. I've heard it's terrible. Oh. Don Bluth's Thumbelina, also something that we'll get to at some point. Oh yeah. Uh, D two. The Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks movie mm-hmm, came out. Hell yeah. The Hudsucker Proxy, Four Weddings and a Funeral, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and Naked Gun 33 and a Third, starring Orenthal James Simpson, not two months before he would go on to allegedly murder some people. <laughs> <laughs> just some people. Just some people. It's just wild that, like, you know, if you yeah. look at his Wikipedia, his career just stops there. <laughs> like, 94, he was in Naked Gun, woo, doing goofy, you know, like, yeah. goofy shit, and then... The only acting credits he has after that are like playing himself in, in documentaries, documentaries of yeah. being like, well, if I did do it, right? <laughs> not that I did, but like if I did, just saying, here's how I would have done it. Yeah, had I done it, which I didn't do it. <laughs> Definitely not. So yeah, wild. That's what was happening in film and television. Um, good to know. I really liked What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I definitely 
watched it too young. I've never seen it. Yeah, I think if I watched it now, I honestly don't even remember the plot of it. Like, what the conflict was. Yeah. I remember, like, the characters really well. Right. But not what the, like, yeah, plot Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know either. Johnny Depp. And And Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Are brothers. Yeah. Johnny Depp is sad because his life is sad. Yeah, and Leonardo DiCaprio has some sort of developmental delay. Yeah, and isn't their mom, like, really, really obese? Yeah, I don't think she can, like, leave the house. Yeah. I don't even know. So his life is just a bummer. He's (laughs) like, what a bummer. Gilbert Grape, everything. Everything, my entire life. Wish I could leave, but I can't. I saw, speaking of Leonardo DiCaprio, somebody posted, this is not related to anything, somebody posted, like, a picture of the cover of Basketball Diaries. Yeah. And was like, oh, I loved this movie so much when I was a kid. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's fucking sad. Is it? Yeah. It's dark. Mm. And really upsetting. And well, I was like, why did you love this movie as a kid? I mean, as we have found, <laughs> you and I loved some very upsetting and dark things as children. Yeah, but not about, like contracting hiv oh and is that what it's about yeah i don't i i don't know a lot of i don't watch a lot of movies no i know so i'm just like i know it's a movie i've seen the cover but yeah that's interesting to just be like i don't know i just liked it a lot yeah as a child it's like go back and watch it and ask yourself why yeah and if you're are you, okay are you okay have you talked <laughs> have you brought this up to your therapist that that was your favorite movie yeah well some other notable things yes March 1st. March 1st was a big day. Oh, okay. Uh, Nirvana played their last concert oh, shit. in Munich. Broke up shortly after. Yeah, and then Kurt Cobain broke up with life. <laughs> he did, but that wasn't until April. Right, the next month. Beck released his album Mellow Gold, which mm-hmm. has the song Loser on it. Everybody oh, knows yeah. that song. Heard of it, yep. And Justin Bieber was born. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, a big day. A lot of yeah. things happening. Where do you think Justin Bieber would be if YouTube was never invented? Uh, I don't know. So Justin Bieber owns, Justin Bieber owes his life and success to Janet Jackson's titty. Truly. Yeah. Yeah, because he probably wouldn't have had a platform. And then was it Usher who saw him and was like, that's a star? I don't, yeah, it was somebody. I'm going to make you a star. I'm pretty sure it was Usher. He, w- he would be still in Canada doing. In Canadian and apologizing. Yep. Yeah. He should probably be apologizing more. <laughs> just in general i don't know maybe he's nice i don't know i don't know either i, I don't know him. try to not think about him too much on march 4th john candy died of a heart attack yeah. at the age 43 which is very sad. Is sad and too soon they're making a movie about him right now oh yeah ryan reynolds is doing it oh yeah and he's been in he's been working very closely with john candy's family and they're all like we're very excited it's gonna be a really cool project like we just can't wait to see it nice so that's that's nice you know yeah. you never like to see first off i think biopics about people who are still alive are weird yeah don't do it because they can go see it i mean yeah. unless they're also there working on it but uh, uh, yeah and th- but then how honest can it be right we're all our own hero in our story right and it's just i don't know it's weird to see I feel like the only exception is that weird uh, Bob Dylan movie that came out like 10 years ago that had like six different people playing Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. Just doing their I never saw that, but I wanted either. to. But it's just like an interesting take on it. I don't yeah. know. It's still it's just weird to make a movie about somebody who is currently alive. Yeah. So if you really want to make about a movie about someone, you have to kill them. You first. have to kill them. But then you have to include their tragic murder in your movie. And how do you do that without implicating 
yourself. yourself. You know too many facts. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know this is how they were murdered? I don't know. I'm just not like I'm thinking about it. Because if you make a movie about an event and that person is still alive, that's not as weird. Yeah, but the event is the focus and not the person. Yeah. But I think it is still weird. That is kind of weird. I I mean, mean, like that movie that just came out about Tommy Lee Jones. Just Tommy Lee. Yeah, I was like, no. (laughs) That movie that just came out about Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. And she was very much like, please don't do this. Yeah. You know? She was very upset about it. Yeah. Like, stop. She said, does she not get a say? Does she not get to say, don't do that? Well, that's the same with the Dahmer series that came out that was so big. It's like, there are scenes in it that are exact, like, word for word, shot for shot of courtroom moments. And victims' families are like, why yeah it was that's there. me right that's literally me yeah why stop it. how are you allowed to do that but you're i don't understand and it sucks i don't understand too like as an actor i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I don't remember who played Pamela Anderson, but if I were set to do this role and the person I was supposed to be was like, please don't, I'd be like, okay, I'm out. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Why would you do that? Sebastian Stan. That's the only one. He plays Tommy Lee, but I don't know who plays. Anyway, doesn't matter. So, uh, March 7th, the United States Supreme Court ruled that parodies of an original work are generally covered by the doctrine of fair use, which is cool. But also, what was Weird Al doing before then? (laughs) Just hoping? Because I was like, well, maybe this is when he... I looked it up. Maybe this is when his career started. No, he was definitely... like he. His album Off the Deep End came out in 1992, and that had the song Smells Like Nirvana on oh, it. So yeah. he was definitely making very popular parodies of songs. I wonder if he just paid the fines. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe we should see the movie about him, and they'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. With Daniel Radcliffe yes. playing Weird Al. <laughs> I, I saw a photo shoot with the two of them together, and... I know, I know what I just said about all of that. It's weird to make a movie about somebody who's still alive. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. it looks like they're having a lot of fun. Yeah. So I think that's very cool. I feel like, I don't know, it's different maybe. I, I haven't seen the movie, but yeah. Weirdell seems like a fun guy who's having fun. Yeah. You know, when they make biopics, biopics, whatever, about people who are still alive who have had like very dramatic, <laughs> sad lives. That's probably weirder. Yeah. This one's just like, yeah, we're That's having fair. fun. Yeah, we're just gonna make a goofy fun movie about this goofy fun guy. But yeah, interesting. I don't know. That is interesting. Parody law is so interesting to me that you can just go, well, it's a joke. Well, but also not just Weird Al, but like SNL had been on since what the seventies. Yeah, and they've been 
that's what they do. They they parody stuff. That's true. So they like, were just sketch comedy is at risk of getting in trouble that whole time. I guess someone at any point could have sued them. <sighs> Maybe so. I don't know. I I might have to look more into that. Yeah. Anyway, not right now though. <laughs> Maybe uh, later. March 9th, Charles Bukowski died at the age of 73 from leukemia. Yeah. Have you ever read any of his books? I have not. I read one. Was, uh, I can't remember what it was called. It's about a mailman. It was really weird. Yeah. I don't know if I liked it. Yeah. It's just about a guy who like was sad and couldn't get laid <laughs> for like a whole book. Tragic. I know. I was like, that sucks. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry about you. Like, I like his like poetry and stuff that I've read. Yeah. But I don't know about the books. Hmm. Me neither. Yeah, it just makes me think of Modest Mouse. Me too. <laughs> Couple more births on March 10th. Bad Bunny was born. Oh. And on March 14th, Ansel Elgert was born. Oh. He was in that one John Green movie, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh. I think that's him. Okay. He's just like an actor. Ansel? Ansel. Is his sister's name Reddle? <laughs> He was in Baby Driver, too. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That movie was good. It was good. Anyway, on March 15th, and this will mean nothing to a lot of people, but it means a lot to me. Baseball? The No. The Benedictine monks of the Santo Domingo... The Benedictine monks of the Santo Domingo de Silos released their album, Chant, mm. which is just Gregorian monk chanting. Okay. And my mom listened to that so much when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> she would put on that CD. She would burn some incense. And she'd be like, I just feel like I was a monk in a past life. Because this, like, zens me out immediately. All right. And I was like, I mean, that's cool. It got to a point. I took a college music class, like a music appreciation class in college. And yeah. we listened to this one song. And I was like, I know these monks. Like, I've listened to these monks growing <laughs> up my whole life. And he was like, yeah, it's monk. I was like, no, I can tell you. Track seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Wild. I mean, it's really, when I was a kid, I didn't like it. But now I really appreciate it. It's just very, like, yeah. What was the very calming hit single? How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of, like, oh, 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 oh you know. That oh, kind of right, thing. right, right. In Latin, I don't really understand. That's very, it's very chill. It's nice. the best-selling Gregorian chant CD of all time. Super, super popular. Oh, how many? It's on the charts. <laughs> yeah, out of like five. I don't know. <laughs> but. I feel like the 90s were very into that sort of thing. Like sure. Inya. Yeah. You know, of just like wordless. Yeah. <sighs> floating. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, chanting. Like fucking. I remember going to the fair and like the expo. Yeah, in the town over. Yeah, and there were always people playing the pan flute. Oh yeah, and selling their CDs. Yeah, a lot of and that. That was like a huge a thing. Lot of spiritual. Yeah. Like, new agey. Yeah, new agey. That's a good thing. Way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really big back in the day. That's true. So on March twenty first, we had the sixty sixth Academy Awards. Nice. Uh, Schindler's List won for Best Picture. Still never seen it. Me either. I don't feel like I need to. Nope. Looks sad. Yep. <laughs> uh, Steven Spielberg got Best Director for Schindler's List. Yep. Tom Hanks, Best Actor in Philadelphia. Holly Hunter, Best Actress in The Piano. Best Supporting Actor, Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. You ever see that? Yes, it's very good. I love that movie. <laughs> 
Did Holly Hunt play a piano? Holly Hunter? Hunter. <laughs> like, like, did she sit at a piano and make music, or did she pretend to be a was, piano? <laughs> yes. Was she the piano? I don't know. Or is that what the pianist is about with Adrian Brody? He was a piano? Yeah. No, he was a pianist. Oh, so she was the piano then. Maybe so. She might have been the piano. Or she was hiding in it the whole time. The movie is just a giant game of hide and seek, and then they found her in the piano at the end. You win! <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, The Fugitive is good. I yeah. do like that movie. I love it. Best Supporting Actress, Anna Paquin, in The Piano. So she just held up the piano the whole time. <laughs> she was supporting the piano. Right. Um, and then Jurassic Park won a couple things for like sound and effects. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Hell yeah. And they should have because that shit holds up. Yes. I know. F- Phil Tippett. Have you ever seen Phil Tippett's Twitter? No. It's very funny. He is credited as the dinosaur supervisor. Oh, yeah. On Jurassic the Park. Movies. Yeah. And I remember talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Because people were like, Good job, Phil. There are dinosaurs in the kitchen, Phil. And he was like, it was just me. I'm the only dinosaur supervisor. Okay, you try it. <laughs> so I, I think it's very funny. Uh, the number one song on the Billboard charts for the entirety of March was The Sign by Ace of Base. Oh, fuck. For the first week up until March 5th, it was The Power of Love by Celine Dion. But mm-hmm. for the next, all the full weeks of March, yeah, The Sign by Ace of Base. Which actually... I don't know. I always think, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a little, like, that's a 90s song. Like, it was popular, sure. Yeah. That album would go on to be the best-selling album of 1994 and was certified nine times platinum. Oh, fuck. I'm just like, I didn't realize that Ace of Bass was so big. I mean, they had, like, three huge singles on that album. It had yeah. the sign and Don't Turn Around and All That She Wants, but, like, yeah. I don't know. The best-selling album of 1994? I don't think I realized that they did All That She Wants. Yeah. That's wild. Also, are there enough people on the planet for a CD to go nine times platinum? Apparently. <laughs> like, did everybody buy two or three copies? <laughs> They're like, well, I lost mine. I lent it to a friend. <laughs> I don't know. This is crazy. It is crazy. Um, other other notable songs at the top included What a Man by Salt and Peppa. Yeah, that's, a, that's in a good Vogue, one. Yeah. And then Bump and Grind by R. Kelly. Ooh. Womp. Yeah. I was reading about Ulf Ekberg, who is in Ace of Base. Yeah, the one with the Nazi affiliation that yes. everybody brings up. Yeah. It's true. But, you know, and obviously I don't know all of it, but he has since, and for most of his adult life, he was like, listen, I was 14. You know, I was in a band with these guys. The band was called Commit Suicide. Nice. They smelled, they spelled suicide wrong with a S instead of a C. But he was just like, you know, it was just. I was just trying to fit in. I was just trying to be friends. I was just trying to hang out. Oh, so it was like he did this in his childhood. Yeah. Yeah. From like 14 to 16, he's like, I deeply regret, you know, any affiliation with people like that. The band Ace of Face has nothing to do with that. You know, he was like, yeah. I was just like a dumb teen. And I'm like, who among us could not relate to being a dumb teen doing dumb shit? Because you're like, well, at least I have friends. Right. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I was um, listening to Time Suck like I do. Mm-hmm. And then most recent episode i was listening to was about the origin of the blood and the crips gangs yeah and the host was like listen man if i were in that situation and these dudes were like hey you know let's hang out and they were the dudes with all the money and all the girls like a fucking course i would have hung out with them yeah like, yeah so yeah that makes sense because i'm sure it's like 14 to 16 
you're in a band that's tight right you have these weird principles i'm 14 sure, yeah you know, like, okay i don't know what that means i don't right. have context in the world for it yeah you know? well, and just... especially when you're 14 and you're figuring stuff out and you're like usually angry because like teens are just angry yeah you know it makes sense to be like yeah yeah fuck those guys you say yeah. fuck those guys all right fuck those guys right you know, like it just sucks it. how the internet simplifies things so much to be like oh ace of base yeah did you know that those that guys, guys are Nazi. nazis so yeah all nazis right. right and it's like well no 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 yeah it's not fair and it's not fair that your dumb teen mistakes follow you around for the rest of your life yeah. although he seems to be doing okay i mean nine times platinum nine times fine. platinum i think he's all right but the bloods in the crypts too is just like maybe not those gang you probably know more than i do at this point but not those gangs specifically but like just a lot of gang activity was because black kids weren't allowed to join the boy scouts yeah that's where a lot of it started and so it was like oh well you're not allowed to do these things that yeah. we're doing what do you mean you started your own groups like yeah. what do you think they're gonna do right exactly i mean that's what kids who need something to do the episode has really gone into and i really appreciate it and it's super interesting yeah and the bloods and the crypts are responsible for the majority of gang deaths yeah in history yeah but i mean you <laughs> know like you're wild. saying like but it's so yeah you not affiliate yourselves with these people with power and money and influence yeah exactly and who a lot and of the times way that they... might have your life in their hands yeah exactly and the way that they started out was very much like you know we're just a group of kids trying to protect mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. and it's so obvious that they were kids because their colors were their just the colors of their high school yeah it's like that's just such a kid thing to do you know like well yeah. my my school colors is red i already got a lot yeah <laughs> <in> my closet <laughs> yeah it's wild yeah anyway the guy from ace of base not a nazi not a nazi you heard it here first second or third i don't know leave him alone unless you know <laughs> unless he does he's something today yeah i've done something else but fuck him with this let's let it go <laughs> so and then to round out this month on march 31st madonna appeared on david letterman oh okay cool. not for the first time yeah and not for the last time but for the most controversial time oh so controversial it has its own wikipedia page damn about this appearance so not only is there a controversy tab no there's a controversy page yes the whole thing nice has a controversy so she was uh cranky which is fair because she showed up and david letterman introduced her by saying our first guest tonight is one of the biggest stars in the world and in the past 10 years she has sold over 80 million albums starred in countless films and slept with some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry it's like that is what that's nothing to do with anything what and i appreciate that paul schaefer the leader of david letterman's band said she's your guest man i mean like she's your guest he said that like on air yeah like to him and david letterman said shut shut up it'll be fine i got it's it's fine don't worry about it take it easy and then madonna came out she said fuck 14 times hell yeah on air in the interview which led to it being the most censored episode of television to date at nice. that point yeah because did they film it live like shoot it live um i don't know i don't either i mean it was a live studio audience but i don't know right if, you know if they can't imagine what if something crazy happened like madonna saying fuck 14 times <laughs> she did say that 
she was like everybody knew beforehand that it was going to happen the producers knew and they were like wouldn't it be funny she was like and then i went out there and david letterman was freaking out so she was like i just kept doing it but (laughs) fucking right (laughs) truly but she was also mad they tried to go to commercial and she was like why don't we just say fuck the rules why don't we just not go to commercial why don't we just stay here and hang out like let's not do it and he was like yeah okay well we're gonna go to commercial and so they did and they came back you know and she was there and she kept talking she also brought a pair of her underwear and gave them to letterman and was like are you gonna sniff these you should sniff these and he was like i don't want to do that and she's like what that's totally you know like i brought you my underwear you're not even gonna sniff them so that was super weird she was just being super weird i love that super weird yeah when the interview was over, she refused to leave. So they actually had another guest, but they couldn't interview him because she just wouldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't leave. But it also ended up being like one of the highest rated episodes of his show. Yeah. So like, you're welcome. You're welcome. She actually sent him a letter on his birthday later that year, and she was like, "Happy fucking birthday, Dave." <laughs> Next time, if you want ratings, just fucking call me and I'll fucking help you out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. So it was pretty wild. But I mean, she also it's like Madonna. 11 years later, she was talking to Howard Stern. And she was like, well, I was dating Tupac Shakur at the time, which I did not know happened. Oh, um, and she was like, and he just kind of had me riled up about life and everything. So I was feeling real spicy. And then I went on that show and I was like, fuck television censorship, actually. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it was it was pretty interesting. She, like I said, she went on to be on his show like a bunch more times after that. Yeah. And they kind of joked about it, you know, and she was like, sorry, I was in my rebellious phase, you know, during that time. But yeah, it was the 90s. The whole world was in a rebellious phase. It's true. Because we didn't know how good we had it. We weren't listening to enough monk chanting. <laughs> burning incense. And burning sandalwood incense. I would know when my mom was in that kind of mood because I would walk into the house and have a headache immediately. Because be like, ooh, smells like mom's piss. Sandalwood to this day <laughs> gives me a headache. No, she, you know, she was just having a chill day. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, it was nice, actually. I'd be like, oh, cool. Mom's like, she's having a good time. I was like, but my head hurts. Yeah. Immediately. But anyway, that's... So that's what was going on. March of 94 in the world of pop culture. So it sounds like Monkey Trouble isn't on any of those lists, huh? No. Was it, I don't think it was making a lot of waves. I don't know. We'll see. But You know, yeah, it wasn't making a lot of waves. It wasn't throwing a lot of poop. You know, like <laughs> monkeys do. Maybe it was. I don't know. Causing trouble. Yeah. Like a monkey. Yeah. Do you have a license for your minky? <laughs> then the minky is breaking the law. <laughs> what if I just said minky every time when I, we talk about monkey trouble? I would be fine with it. Oh, okay, great. That movie has also penetrated my brain oh yeah it gets in there it's there forever now yep uh if you haven't listened to that episode we're talking about the return of the pink panther which it's a really bad movie bucket snake loved i hated it <laughs> and watched also and i now five it's more times after endeared to me for some reason no weird uh if you want to go listen to that episode actually you can check it out on stitcher or spotify or google podcasts or apple podcasts or maybe one of the other weird ones i don't know Wherever you're listening to this, we'll be there. It'll be on there as well. Yeah. If this is there, so will it be. <laughs> so too. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find us on the internet, we're on Instagram and Tumblr at Replay Ruin Podcast. We are on Twitter, Replay Ruin Pod. And you can send us an email if you want at Replay Podcast at gmail.com. I saw a meme. I was just thinking about it. And it was like, 
It said something about a 21-year-old hitting on a 30-year-old mm-hmm. and the 30-year-old woman telling the 21-year-old boy, like, oh, I'm 30, you know, sorry. Yeah. And the guy being like, oh, so should I email you then? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> Except, I don't know, when we... I don't use, I have never used email really as like a method of communication of just being like, hey, how are you? You know, how are things? And a lot of times when I listen to true crime and they talk about like, oh, well, there were all these emails, you know, they were emailing back and forth. And I'm just like, why? Right. Yeah. I guess because they didn't want to text. I guess they had a lot to say, but then you can just open Facebook Messenger and type. Uh, Not back in the day. I guess not. Just wild emails as a form of communication. Like some people... (laughs) Like, would write each other letters in their emails. Catch yeah. up. Yeah. When will my love return from war? <laughs> re, 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 re. When will my love return from war? You can also listen to our other episodes, bonus episodes on Patreon. Yeah, Patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. Uh-huh. Lots of stuff you can get caught up on and then come join us for new stuff. Yes. If you have the ability to like, rate, subscribe, review, etc., do that. Um, and maybe share an episode with your friend. Find your favorite movie that we have covered and go listen to it and then share it with your friend. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. And we care about you. So, you know, at least wow. you could do it. Return the fucking favor. You Jeez. Know? God. In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>